Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Continental Tyres, AFL Trade Radio. Oh, that was awesome. So, yeah, it was great. The, I mean, obviously the vibe was sensational, you know, coming off a flag last Saturday. Um, it was a lot of Joel Selwood, which was, which was perfect. Like, and he was so emotional. It was brilliant to see him up on stage. Tommy Hawkins spoke um, from the heart about his best mate, um, oh, which, was, which was great. Uh, Mitch Duncan did something similar. Uh, it was just fantastic. Um, 2,000 people at Crown. I thought I heard them say they had 2,000 people. 2,000 people. So the Palladium Room at Crown fits 1,000. Then they had the River Room, another 1,000. <laughs> And it was sort of broadcast into Overflow. the... Overflow. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, yeah. you'd be a bit flat if you are in the river room. Yeah, you would have been. But um, it, was, it was great. Um, and the Cats fans obviously loved it. It's been, it's been a really special um, year for them. They, haven't, they didn't lose a game from May 14th onwards. 16 matches in a row. Yep. And they had a tie last night. It was really exciting, actually. It was a bit confusing because they, at round 21, they sort of stopped the count. They showed the highlights. And then um, they didn't put up any votes. They just announced third, second... And then there was a pause and everyone was sort of thinking, well, hang on a minute. Um, Hawkins finished third, yeah. uh, Blitzabs finished second, but for the whole count, it was sort of a bit of a, you know, jostling for positions between Guthrie and also Jeremy Cameron. So yeah. then when they announced third and second, we all sort of assumed that one of those boys, Guthrie or uh, Cameron must have had a poor finals campaign or something. But then obviously then Chris Scott announced that it was a, was a tie. So yeah, um, quite fitting. And both those boys spoke. Spoke really well. Um, yeah, fan- fantastic night. Loved it. So Tom Hawkins finished third. Tyson Stengel, I, I just could not have blown away. I mean, I know he had an All-Australian year, so it makes sense. So just seeing him there just jumps off the page with everything that he's been through. Fourth, Tom Atkins, fifth, reinvented as a midfield. So just yep. great stories everywhere. Tui, close. What a season Pratt Close had. Sam DeConing, ditto. And Tom Stewart uh, rounded out that top 10. It's not well, even when you look at that top 10, Sam, and I just had a quick chat with Jules outside, um, about say for example the bombers now so they've got they get Brad Scott. When you look at what uh, Geelong have been so successful in doing, have a look at that that top ten in the in in the best and fairest. A lot of them aren't first round picks in the yeah. draft. Um, they're players that have come through rookie lists or they've been traded um, or they've picked up. Um, you know, for example, Stengel, like you said, he's this is his third club. Uh, so it's it's amazing to see the way that Geelong their development program is just elite the way that they can obviously bring in their top-end talent, but also, too, the way that they can um, uh, develop players. Uh, so it's it's a fantastic uh, point when you look at other clubs is, yes, you get your top-end talent, which you don't really have to develop that fast or hard, but it's it's those those later picks that you have to invest in to ensure that they, they become top-10 talent in your uh, footy team. Their development team down there, I mean, I know it's always been the chicken or the egg. Is it the high draft pick? Is it the development? And often it's obviously both. But the way Geelong, they get them in there, yeah. they're a bit like Sydney. If they can yeah. make any player work, it's those two clubs. Their development 
Uh, well, even I mean, yeah, you probably go back twenty years, and you know, players like Corey Enright, who was a pick in the forties or fifties, uh, Cameron Ling was a, um, a pick in the forties or fifties, um, and there's so many rookies that come through that Geelong um, program. Tom Stewart, um, uh, you mentioned um, uh, Atkins, who had you know sort of battled away in the VFL for a couple of years, yep, uh, and it, it ends up sort of reinventing himself across um, half back, and then went into the midfield this year. So, so yeah, I think. I think the Geelong development program uh, could be or should be replicated across across all clubs. They sh- clubs have got to find out exactly how they're doing it and what they're doing and copy it. Try and emulate it. Yeah, absolutely. It's- Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. All thanks to McDonald's, Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.